Hello and welcome to Elim Church. You're joining myself, Reverend Ben Cooper, for today's podcast. Yeah, thank you for joining us here on this podcast, wherever you are today. May God bless you and strengthen you. It's myself, Reverend Ben Cooper, and we've got Steve Valor with us today as we're recording this. We are in Psalm 37. Thank you to all those that download these podcasts. We're um, hearing quite a lot of stuff, actually, the statistics coming out of America. We thank you for the messages that have come through. May God bless you and strengthen you, America. I do not know why you are downloading these, but may God bless you. I'm surprised you can understand a word I can say. <laughs> they certainly can. So we thank you so much to everybody that is downloading these, uh, acceleration of um, these podcasts. We are really blessed to know that there are people listening, engaging, so we thank you so much. We are in Psalm 37 as we are here in this little studio. We're going to be completely honest. You may hear a bit of noise in the background. There is major works going on in the lord's house and on the lord's house the scaffolders are outside this is live this is raw recorded this is not edited in any way shape or form this is straight off the bat so welcome everybody steve let's go psalm 37 yeah uh afternoon all. um i'm gonna read all 40 verses uh I'm, I'm gonna be concentrating on uh probably three uh but i want to read all of it because i want it all in context um the, the the sort of title of this is is really um, what is your first love? Uh, it, it might not seem that way <laughs> as we go through, but um, uh, I, I want to develop uh, some thoughts on this. Anyway, so do not fret because of evil doers; be not envious toward wrongdoers, for they will wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good; dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Cease from anger, and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it leads only to evil doing. For evil doers will be cut off. But those who wait for the Lord, they will inherit the land. Yet a little while and the wicked man will be no more. And you will look carefully for his place and he will not be there. But the humble will inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity. The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord laughs at him. For he sees his day coming. The wicked have drawn the sword and bent their bow to cast down the afflicted and the needy, to slay those who are upright in conduct. Their sword will enter their own heart and their bows will be broken. Better is the little of the righteous than the abundance of the many wicked. For the arms of the wicked will be broken. But the Lord sustains the righteous and the Lord knows the days of the blameless and their inheritance will be forever. They will not be ashamed in the time of evil and in the days of famine they will have abundance. But the wicked will perish and the enemies of the Lord will be like the glory of the pastures vanish like the smoke they vanish away the wicked borrows and does not pay back but the righteous is gracious and gives for those blessed by him will inherit the land but those cursed by him will be cut off the steps of a man are established by the lord and he delights in his way when he falls he shall not be hurled headlong because the lord is the one who holds his hand i've been young and now i am old Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his descendants begging bread. 
All day long he is gracious and lends, and his descendants are a blessing. Depart from evil and do good, so you will abide forever. For the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his godly ones. They are preserved forever. But the descendants of the wicked will be cut off. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. The wicked spies upon the righteous and seeks to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand or let him be condemned when he is judged. Wait for the Lord and keep his way and he will exhort you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you will see. I've seen a wicked violent man spreading himself like a luxuriant tree in its native soil and he passed away and lo, he was no more. I sought for him, but he could not be found. Mark the blameless man and behold the upright. For the man of peace will have a posterity, but transgressors will be altogether destroyed. The posterity of the wicked will be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. Wow. That is that is the beautiful psalm. Mm. Um, and you read that absolutely brilliantly. And uh, I've got a few a few areas that are really stuck to me, really pushed out into my heart there, a few verses there. So I'm going to let Steve just take us in this and I will um, just, just bring a reference to that as we go through. But that's a beautiful psalm, Psalm of David, very encouraging and uh, really encouraging, isn't it? And yeah. um, Steve, you, you you take you take the lead on this. And uh, well, over the years, um, uh, verse four is the one that's always been taken out of context. Yeah, uh, delight yourself in the Lord, and He'll give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and that comes down to uh, you want your big house, He'll give it to you. You want yeah. your big car, He'll give it to you. You want your job, He'll give it to you. You want this, you want that, you want 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 want. But the so there's no material gain whatsoever in the kingdom of God, but it's been manipulated well, I, as I we say that because it, 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 I'm I'm referring to our friends the name it and claim it the name the it and claim it, it. Grab it yeah 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 um, no uh, the point about the Psalms or this particular Psalm is that as you grow in God and you see the wicked yeah grow and then are destroyed you should see a change in your own heart and you should see righteous desires grow and so the thrust of the verse is that God will give you desires in your heart he will place those desires in there and then he will fulfill those desires them desires are for him Yes. To be more into him, more yes. walking with him. Yes. But we've heard that text so easily been manipulated is it, over the generations mm. of where they put the slant onto material gain and everything that goes along with that. But actually it is to to be more and to get more of the Messiah. Yes. That's what it's about. It's yeah. simple uh, and it's very clear. Sort of really and truthfully in some respects, it's it's what is your first love? Mm. If someone was to say to you, um, if God could answer your prayer today, what prayer is it that you would want him to answer? And yeah. it's the res- it's that. how you respond to that question gives you an indication of where you are in Christ, indeed if you are in Christ, mm-hmm. and what you need to do about your condition if you find you're answering in a materialistic yeah. way. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, to be perfectly honest, my answer would be now, right now, and going back a number of months because we both have learned a lot through this. Um, I want more of you, Jesus, mm-hmm. because I've always known that there. I have to be completely in, but there comes a point, doesn't there, when you reach a certain place in your walk with him where you realise that Ecclesiastes, everything was meaningless, but I need more of him to be able to equip me to do what I've got to do. If I don't have him, everything is just, if I don't get more of him, I'm not going to make this journey. So my answer to that would be, I need more of you. Yes. Clear. Above every, Above everything. Above family, above friends, above yes. anything, it is. I just need more of you, Jesus. Um, for me, yeah. I, I remember <laughs> it says here, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. Yeah, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, mm. and love your neighbour as yourself. And that would be my yeah desire. Yeah. That's what I want to see in your in life. Me. That's yeah. what I want to see come forth in me. Um, the the fact is, it, it says here in the psalm, you know, you don't have to worry about. I mean, it echoes what Jesus yeah, says, yeah. you know, uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And He was enumerating, you know, don't worry about what you wear, don't worry about where you sleep, and so on and so forth. I will and, take care of you. Yes, and that's it reflected here in this psalm. Yeah, you know, that God will look after you. God will take care of you. Most definitely. Um, and it's not to it's. The intriguing part about it is David here says, do not uh, envy the wicked. But there, there's also, uh, for us as Christians, we have to make sure that we don't envy one another. Yeah. Um, it's very easy um, to envy uh, or covet an, uh, another Christian's position. Yeah. Or why have they the got blessing that, Lord? That God, yes, yeah. that God has given them. Yeah. Uh, covetousness, it says in the word covetousness is, is as idolatry. So we have to be very careful with that. Um, over the years, looking at some of the old saints, I've looked at, at their lives. And it's never been, I've never wanted to live their life. I've not wanted to um, have their ministry and so on and so yeah. forth. But what are the qualities that I've seen in them, yeah. which basically, when you boil it down, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. That's what I want. Um, yeah. And it's... If that desire is there, if if you have that desire, in truth, uh, and, and you have to make sure you're true, you can't you can't, you can't lie. answer this as a, as, uh, no. as though you're sort of uh, answering getting the correct answer to the question, as it were. Yeah, um, because you it's your heart speaking. Isn't yeah, it? very much so. Yeah, and and the only one that really sees that is Christ. So yeah. we can't lie. We have to be completely open. And I have reached that point in my life where I thought. And I know that I know that I just need you more than ever. Mm. More than ever. Yes. My heart sometimes, I can almost feel it aching. God, please help me. Mm. Show me the way. Give me more wisdom. That The acceleration of time and everything breaking out around us. God, I need more of you. If I can give me eyes to see, give me ears to hear. Oh, yes. That, oh, God, yeah. help uh, me see, yeah. see, hear. Yeah, how much do I feel like a blind man? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, in actual fact, it's part of some of my prayers I was praying today uh, and yesterday. This, I, these, um, this sense within that I'm totally blind. Yeah, I understand. And at times, completely deaf. Yes, I can't yeah. hear you. I can't see you. Uh, what, what way forward am I going? Well, it, it, I feel like I'm in a dark tunnel. Strangely, it, it, it's not 
quite so much that with me. It's it's more um, with regards to direction. I've come to the point where uh, God knows my. It says it here. Yeah. You'll you order, order your steps. Um, it's that isn't it so much. It's um, there's there's an old oh, it's old course not old, it's not old. Um, open my eyes, Lord, I want to see Jesus. Yeah. So there's yeah. this sense of wanting to see Him within myself. Yeah. Um, the apostle says it. He's not I that live, but Christ who lives within me. And it's that need to see Him in me. It's that cry again, isn't it? Yes, it's, it's the call. Yeah. It's the call. It's the, it's it's the hunger. It's the desire for more of Him. And as you said, the Scripture says, "Seek ye first the kingdom." The more I seek Him. The more stable I am. Oh yes. And then I don't. If I can't take my eyes off of him, I can't. If I look at what's happening in the world, almost think, yeah, oh, I could crumble some days with with the the bleakness. But yes. it's not bleak because the scriptures tell us. I, I think this is probably one of the reasons why uh, Christians have the problems that they have, in as much that they they take. It's it's simply said, but it, and it, but it's difficult to uh, explain. They take their eyes off of Jesus. Um, to have your eyes on Jesus in the first instant, you have to know, believe and understand that he is God and King and Lord. Now, we say these things and they're, they're sort of Christianese, if you will. Mm. Um, but there are a lot of Christians out there that if you ask them, is, is, is God sovereign? They'll say yes. But then when you start asking them questions, they don't see him as sovereign at all. No. Some don't even want him to be sovereign at all. You know, he can be sovereign in certain areas, but he can't be so- sovereign in other areas. He can't have that. Yeah. Whereas the truth of the matter is that God is God of all our life. Every part, every yeah. atom of my being, every thought, every feeling, every aspect of what makes me, uh, my relationship with my wife, my relationship with other people, um, he is God, and I want him to be God and Lord and sovereign. Yeah, you know, it's like um, um, when we talk about being slaves of righteousness, uh, and the numbers of times I've come before God and I've, I've said, "Look, you are God, you are Lord, you are." I need you to command me. I need to yeah. be commanded. Yes, I can't do something out of my own imagination. I can't. Um, I can't. Uh, this idea about. Um, uh, delight yourself in the Lord and give you the desires of your heart. If we pick it up in the next one, it says, um, trust also in him and he will yeah. do it. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as noonday. Uh, and then in verse 23, it says, the steps of a man are established by yeah. the Lord and he delights in his way. So it's this whole yielding. Surrender. Yeah, of everything. Literally yeah. laying everything that yes. I've got as yeah. a human into and upon Christ. Yeah, and that's not easy. People, that's, it, it, it's, Steve, see, it's, the thing is, it's it's easily said. It makes me cry. And it's easily desired, to, but it isn't easily done. It, it is the biggest battle that I have is the complete surrender. Not because I don't trust him. I don't know. I don't know how to get this out. I don't know how to explain it. It's not because I don't love him. It's not because I don't trust him. But complete surrender, That my character... And the person that I am is not that I'm a control freak, that I'm trying to control everything, but I'm push, 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 push. And then suddenly to step back and to lean into him and to trust him for everything. Sometimes I, I can cry when I'm on my own, literally, well, 
because... The truth of this, you can't do it. No man I, can. You see, no man can actually... Uh, as I said, it's easily said and it's easily desired. But the only way that mm. this can come about is by the Holy Spirit himself. Oh, only he can do it. Right? And it's a case of crying out to him, please... Please, doing me please. what is needed to be done. Yeah. Because I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. You know, it. when it says about, if we look at God and, he, and the work that he does in mankind, every single work is impossible for man to do. Uh, you know, it says, uh, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Try to renew your own mind. It doesn't work. You can't do it. I can't do it. You know, it's not a brain surgeon. It's a mind surgeon. Yes. And the only, the only mind surgeon is God. And so these things are only done by him. And the only way that we can honestly know if we are desiring it is if we do come to that place of... Of, uh, of the of, whatever of, that of is. Look, yeah, it's help like, me, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. I can't let go of this. I can't release it. I can't... It, it, it's very strange, isn't it? It's like it's like this mystery that... I know he's here. I know he's there. I know ev- I know all that. I get that. But just just handing him stuff, I find it so difficult some days. Lord, take it. I'm frustrated. I'm weary, tired. My thinking, overthinking, over computing everything. Lord, my but fears, part, temptations, see, what you're going, life. What you're going through, what we all go through, is that transformation. Yeah. Like I said, do not be conformed. We'll be mm. transformed by the renewing of your mind. So... That transformation, God doesn't do it all in one go. If he did it all in one go, it would wreck us. We wouldn't know what to do. Oh, no. The other point as well is that if he did it all in one go, um, we probably wouldn't give the glory to him. We'd no. think we'd done it ourselves. We'd done it ourselves. And so this idea of wrestling with God um, is a necessary aspect of our life because it, <coughs> it asks us the question, do you really want what you're saying you want? Are you willing? Are you willing? And do I mean? Are you? Do you really want God as your sovereign? Oh, do you dear. really want God as your Lord? Yeah. Do you really want God as God as He mm. is God? Yeah. Or are you playing the religious? God? Yeah. Are you Are you playing the religious right? one? And, and and God takes us through the trials and the testings to find out if what we're saying is, is real. He knows. He knows. Pro- is proving to us. Yeah. Whether we believe it or not. So he already knows, although it's all part and parcel. But there comes a point, doesn't there, when, as you said, uh, we've looked at this, we're on a journey. Yes. Our entire life as a a believer is a journey of learning of obedience, of trust, of surrender, of enduring, Mm. of being on the potter's wheel, shaped and moulded, and in that, um, my my translation um, reads slightly different to Steve's, and it says, um, verse 5, it says, Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. Commit. Yes. It's that, yes, Lord. That's it. You co- yeah, it's not lip service, are, is it? committing your way. You are committing your life. Yeah. That way there is, is, is the life that you live, that, when you're committing that into his hands. Bringing that to him and saying, this is yours. Yeah. I'm yours, I'm your instrument, yeah. I'm almost 
scare, weary, un, unsure. I've, I've got to hand it over. There is this like sometimes you feel like a, a car running out of fuel. You, you, you're you're spitting, you're spluttering. But this it, is it. You're, take what, it, take it. Yes, please but you're, what you're going through is, is reality. I mean, so many years, so many times over the years, I've heard people say, "Just give it over to the Lord." It doesn't work. It as doesn't easily, work does like it? that. And can I be honest? The more you want to give it over and hand it over to Him, the more it is lit up. You're right, okay, Lord, I've got to give you my frustrations. Lord, I've got to give you my my planning. Lord, I've got to give you everything. And the more I want to give it to you, the more I realise I'm entrenched in it. And I didn't realise I was trapped in that. Mm-hmm. And I can't free myself from it no, because so I can't. It. But well, you, you can't. Can. So, so what he's showing you is that <laughs> you need him, you see. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible for yes. me. Yes, it is impossible but for with me. him. Yes, Beautiful, and it's the challenge of, of the scripture, this particular scripture. Um, in the world that we're living in at the present moment, with the uh, the complete and utter yeah. uh, destruction of our society, which is coming, um, the uh, the fact that there's going to be food scarcities. Yeah, uh, we are probably. Uh, going to end up with a digital currency. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to end up with uh, definitely with a one-world government. We know that this, all of this, is uh, yeah. taking us towards the end and towards uh, the revelation of the Antichrist. So we know that um, all of this is is, is preparation for it. Um, the problem for human beings is so often. We want to look back. We want to be like Lot's wife. We 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 think mm. it was comfortable. In- interesting that, yeah. It's cu- it was. It's can I go back? Can I? Yeah. And it, I mean, the Israelites did it when they came out of Egypt, and it's that sort of thing that that God challenges us on. You know, do you do you want to go back to what was quote normal unquote? Um, you know, so many people. Uh, if I can just get my holiday. If I can just, if I can just get this, I can just get that, and so on. And I, I'm sure there's, pl- I mean, there's plenty of people around today. Uh, you know, Chris- when Christmas comes, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be a wonderful time, and all the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. um, well, no, it's not. It's not. No. Um, again, it's it, the, the question is, you know, where do you find your peace? Where do you find your joy? Uh, where do you find your your deep desires. Yeah, that place of complete rest, mm. stillness. Yeah. Certainly not in the world, certainly not in the things that are going on. We've all looked at it, we've all maybe experienced it and dabbled in certain areas of life, but it just feeds the flesh. Yes, it does. It but feeds it. it, it but feeds temptation it. is very strong. Yes. I mean, yeah, Satan, yeah. Uh, Satan certainly plays a part, but so much of it is our own flesh. Yeah. You know, we, we it desire is, to go back. Mm, you know, go back, stay there. Perhaps it wasn't quite as bad as I thought it was. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe if I go back and try it again, it, it might work out this time. Um, and, and of course, we all entertain yeah. certain thoughts in certain ways, and we know that's a lot of old tosh. It is, you know, it's it, it isn't. It, you know, there were no melons and cucumbers back in Israel. <laughs> you know, and, it was uh, no, none of know, it. <laughs> and I personally would not want to go back to. No. Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, it's funny, isn't it? Though, actually, just don't look back. Don't <coughs> don't turn back. Don't turn back. Don't look back. Don't think about it. Yeah. Don't. But the don't the don't the don't became a do. Yeah. 
Yeah, and she and I don't get the sense there was any great distance between between her and Lot and her daughters. No, uh, she just turned back and suddenly gone. What? She's turned into a pillar of salt, and there's Lot standing here. And, and I mean, seriously, if you think what, it must have actually it? broken his heart when he saw that to his wife. What? Yeah, you, you, yeah, wouldn't you? We could spend hours, couldn't you? Actually thinking and talking and, and working that one through that she became a the human disappeared like that, yes. gone, finished. Everything that they had together had just just gone like yes. that, finished, over. Not going to continue anymore. But he has to continue. He does. He does. It must have broke him, shattered him. It did. It it tore him. Yes, I believe it did. But he had to keep going. Yes. That takes. That's I mean, endurance. you know, when you go into further, uh, what happened between him and his daughters? Um, yeah, there's mm. a lot there. I don't really want to go chasing that one down. No. Um, but these um, these old thoughts, these old ways, they need to be eradicated from us. Yeah. You know, they need to. You know, the reason. Lots of daughters were the way they are is because where they grew up. Yeah, the influence of, of, of that that town. Very interesting. So the outside influence can easily influence the inside if we're oh, it not does, careful. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, it does. We, yeah. It does. Yeah. It can very very easily. So that so what was on that table at that particular point with their father and these two that we don't want to go down. But so we need to be very careful, don't we? The outside environment can easily sway us towards that worldly way yes so keep your eyes on jesus oh yes because as soon as we come off of jesus and we're looking at the the sodom and gomorrah that's within the uk because it, we are seeing some yes well, it's, global, it, isn't it? it's global it's around the globe i have to be focused because it is so easy that they grew up in that environment and that environment like we got with all this gender issue and all that certain age brackets it is their normal yes so they grew up, they're growing up, just like them girls grew up in that and, and everything going on, it was their normal. So what's wrong with what we're doing? Because it was the way that we was brought up and yeah. what we see. So the outside is very strong and it, it blinds us, doesn't it? Yes, I mean, it's seriously, uh, because of the, the technology, uh, the technological age in which we live, um, the uh, the amount of stuff that is coming in to the average person is so destructive. Yeah. Even on 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 uh, just on on mainstream news, mainstream yeah. news is so deceptive and so filled with lies, mm. and it is pushing an agenda uh, that obviously Satan wants pushed. Um, uh, but as far as they're concerned, they're seeing it. It's, it's a government thing, and, and, and it's a world thing. And um, but you know, just sitting down watching BBC News or Sky News or ITV News or NBC or whatever you've got in your Any particular country um, is destructive. Yeah, I I haven't watched mainstream news for years. I don't watch it. Um, the only thing I've I've got an app on my telephone for BBC News and I'll go through it just to see the headlines yeah just what's the happening he what's happening All right. uh, and then if there's something there that uh, I feel that I want to look at I'll then start searching the internet to get some understandings from it but you're coming from the biblical 
view, aren't you? You're coming from that yeah. because you're you're also looking at where we sit in the world and what's happening and what's going on here, yes. there, and everywhere. Um, but if we don't look at take it like that, we can get easily drawn into all this stuff that's happening. So the uh, the news is one way where we can be captured through fear, through what's Ooh, happening, yes. through yeah. herding. Yeah. So the outside environment, as it was for the two girls, was affecting their being. Yes. So we have to literally close ourselves out. So where we have read, commit your ways to the Lord, trusting him in, in all that we do, it's everything we got needs to be laid in him and on him. Yes. But as you said, to do that is a different story. It is. It's, it's a daily thing. Um, it's an hourly thing. We talk about repentance. Now, repentance is often uh, spoken of in terms of turning away from sin. But the real positive aspect of repentance is not so much the turning away from sin, but turning towards God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why our life on a daily basis has to be one of repentance. We're not, I mean, if we're repenting of, of sin every single day of our lives, uh, we need to get ourselves sorted out. I, I, yeah. I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, your life has to change. There has to be a change. Um, uh, <laughs> there are times when in prayer before God and he begins to show... Um, the depth of the sinful nature yeah. and that grieves and then you cry out to God to, to take that away because yeah. he shows you something that you can't actually look at yourself. You don't want to look at it. No. Um, but he will show it to you and that, that's, that grieves you and you turn to But it is this aspect, this aspect of repentance for the Christian, for the saved person, is to be constantly turned towards God. That's our. That is really our repentance. That's really the repent, isn't it? That yes. we've we've turned away from the focus on the act or whatever that was, and our focus is turning to Jesus. It's yes, cut, we are. I same again. Hebrews twelve two. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Yes, Lord, I'm turning back to you. I'm coming to you. I'm turning a, away from that. That's the heart. That, that's like what we're talking about today. It takes. Well, we actually but that's, can't. The thing, but that's the thing here, you see, delight yourself in the Lord is actually an act of turning towards him. Towards him, yeah. You're delighting yourself in him. He's the one, you know, I want him, I'm turning towards him in this act, act, act of repentance, of turning towards him and away from what the world wants me to do, what my flesh wants me to do and what everybody else wants me to do. No, I'm delighting myself in him because it's him I desire and it's him I seek. Mm. And so it's extraordinarily positive. You know, some people kind of think that repentance is, you know, sort of... Sackcloth and ashes. ashes, Yeah, (laughs) but repentance in in, in its full sense is extremely positive. It's a wonderfully positive way of living. It's bringing us to Jesus. Yes, every time, all the time. All the time. Yeah, and it it isn't, oh, woe is me, a rotten son. All right, there are times when when we we live in Romans 7, but, you know, you don't live in Romans 7 forever. No, no. You know, um, and so there's that... Uh, as I say, it's a, it's a wonderful repentance is a wonderfully positive thing because it means we're turning towards God, and it's eyes off of us. It's eyes off of us, and eyes off of them, and eyes off everybody else, and eyes on Jesus. Yes. So repentance can be quite a painful word, as we know, to yes. a lot of people. Oh, yeah. All because if I talk about that and, and talk about repentance, I'm admitting, and it. But actually, when you look at the other side of that word, as you said. It is bringing us more to Him. Yes, all the time, more to Him. Yes, and it and the the word repentance don't seem to have a bigger blow than what religion puts upon it. Oh, 
wretched man am I and sackcloth and yes, ashes yes. and I mean, tearing yourself there, there, there are times for that. There's a place for that. But the, 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 the real wonderful part about repentance is I'm turning towards God. I'm seeking God. I'm desiring My heart's God. desire. My heart's desire. I am committed to him. There's a lot packed in this text. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's jammed. It, 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 I mean, to be honest with you, you could, you could spend a year on, on, on the psalm itself, but um, if, if you look at the way these three or four um, uh, verses are put in here, yeah. it is all about trust in him. Don't trust in yourself. No. Don't trust in what you see the rich man doing. Don't yeah. trust in what you see the wicked man doing. Don't trust... In anything but trust in God alone. Lay your trust in Him. Amen. Turn towards Him. Yeah. Delight yourself in Him. It's making um, me smile. For His own. And, and yeah. that's the other thing. You delight yourself in Him for His own self. You, 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 you yeah. understand you delight yeah. in yourself in Him. Yeah. Not for what you can get out of Him. No. But for the simple fact of who He is and, and, and you delight to be with Him. Yeah, but as you as you get more into him, into the word and, and, and all everything that goes with that, it just ble- the blessings that flow. Oh yes. The peace that flows. Yes. The the love that you feel, the freedom that you feel. Mm. So to actually commit and to lean in and hand everything over is is so freeing of oneself. Right. It, it's it's like the chains are broken. Mm. They're broken. I feel free. I feel light in the step. Yes. Even though life is busy and hard and everything is still coming towards us, we are trusting in him. Our faith is in him. There is a peace in in, in our hearts that we've never had before. There is a, a calmness about us. Yeah. There is a, a sense of it's okay. Yeah. We will get through. Yeah. It, it's knowing, coming back to what I was saying earlier, it's knowing that he is sovereign mm. and he cares for you and me and he is god and lord and he knows what's good for us and we trust in him implicitly yeah now as i say it's easily said it's easily desired but the it has to be worked out the action the action can take hours months years yes but it's a progress isn't it yes very much so. i've been alerted of it i need to deal with this but i can't deal with this but the way that i deal with it is committing me to him yeah. and, and he deals with that oh. he he takes that away he he enables me to be able to look more into him rather than looking at more at me mm-hmm. and that situation the more i desire him the easier it becomes and before you know it i've experienced this suddenly you think that desire that worldly thought it's actually gone. Mm. I, I actually, I felt the that I'm free from that. Yes, the, the freedom, but it isn't always an instant understanding. Oh, no, 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 no. Suddenly, you go, "Hang on a moment. What is different about this? It's mm. not. I haven't got that earthly pull anymore. Mm. I haven't got that that string, that rope. Like I can, I can feel the resistance. Mm. Is cut it. The umbilical cord to what was feeding me has been severed yes and you feel the freedom so supernatural isn't it of course it is yeah that's the wonderful part about it and again this is the point because it's supernatural yeah and we can't do anything about it he can so will you trust in him to do it uh, and again you might say yes i can can you can you, you? 
Can you yeah, and do you? Is, is God really sovereignty? Does it? You see, something I was reading a, a, a little while ago, there was a, a, a famous author, Arthur W. Pink, uh, back in the 20s, and he, he wrote <laughs> something which, which, I, which kind of challenged me at the time, but sort of made me think. He said, do you realise that when you complain about the weather, you're moaning about God? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's raining. Oh, no. Oh, it's freezing. Oh, no, Lord. Yeah. And who's in charge of the weather? God's in charge of the weather. Yeah. Never never thought about that. Here with everything going on here. Last night, oh, I'm freezing. It's yeah. really cold. I mean, you bring oh. your cares to, oh, Lord, I'm freezing, and I'm, 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 I really need to be kept warm, please. Uh, <coughs> but, but you don't moan about the weather in, in itself. In itself. The weather is God's choice of what he's going to send. You know, he sent, sent this, this storm... Oh, we know what the things called on to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great Britain, um, and there there've been people three or four days without power. I feel mm. tremendously sorry for them, you know, yeah. in freezing conditions. Yeah, um, and I'm sure there are uh, Christians that are locked in that. Um, how they deal with it, I'm not going to instruct them. They need to work that one mm. out with God. It's all very well for me sitting here and saying, oh, "This is what you should do, my friend." <laughs> as we've got the warmth and light. Yes, yeah, we've got the warmth and light. Yeah. Um, but, no, yeah, no. It, it's um, it's an individual journey. It's an individual journey. Yeah, I'm sure amongst those people, there are, there are Christians there. Who say, well, Lord, you know, you're in control, and it's tough at the moment, but you know, help, help us, and, and give you'll us get wisdom. Us through. Yeah, you'll get us through. Yeah, it, 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 it's very true, isn't it? You look at the weather system and all this stuff that we want to go down, really, but you know, save the planet and all this jargon, these old strap lines that are out at the moment. I look to him in everything. He's created. He's I mean, as spoken. far as Christians are concerned, just remember that he set the bounds of the sea. They're not going to overflow because no. he's already said that's so far, no further yeah. in the story. Exactly. You know. he, he's he's put he's done everything, yeah. and he is still continuing. So it comes back to the same thing, doesn't it? Commit all your everything. Yes, everything. You're worried about climate. You're worried about family. You're worried about your job. Everything you've got, bring to me. Yes. Come to me, all of you that are weary yes. and heavily laden. I will give you rest. It, it, and, and again, without wishing to strain the point, in all of this, am I coming to him for my prayers to be answered or am I coming to him for himself? Now, the fact is that he will answer our prayers and he will, as he promises to in, in this psalm, look after us and watch over us. But we come back to that, mm. what, is, what is your first love? Is yeah. it is it for him, irregardless? Um, that that's the very challenging thing. You know, it's all very easy to say when you're in a warm room and you've got plenty of food. Yeah. But when you're stuck out there in the middle of the ocean, and you know the waves are yes raging yes. around you, and you you know you're pitch black and you don't know what, what's going to happen are, next. Am I going to make it? Yeah. Or you're, or you're trying to deal with a child that's very ill, you know, or you've got a broken marriage. Yeah, and all of these things. Businesses are collapsing. Yeah, it's it's it, it's. It looks very, very different, doesn't it? It does, and and this is why I say that these things. I, I, I think God is, has been very gracious to us during this period of time. Yeah, um, because He's giving us a chance to um, deal with things in our lives, so that uh, we are strengthened by Him, <laughs> so that when uh, the emergence of the beast system is complete and we see the rise of the Antichrist, um, we shall be strong. I don't, 
I don't s- subscribe to the thought that uh, we will be raptured before the revelation of the Antichrist. The way I read 2 Thessalonians yeah. 2 mm. does not speak of that to me. Um, uh, uh, also along with, I think, Revelation 13 and various other things. So as far as I'm concerned, we are um, God is, is graciously challenging us, graciously strengthening us, graciously using this period of time to allow us to search ourselves out before him, yeah. uh, come back to, <laughs> we've, we've crossed this bridge several times, to test ourselves to see if we're in the faith. Oh, dear. Um, you know, it is an extremely gracious time that God has brought before us. Yeah, um, definitely. It's, we are extremely blessed by it. And um, it, it, it is during this time that we have the luxury of being able to ask ourselves some very, very serious questions. Yeah, and that that's challenging in itself, isn't it? Mm. Asking these serious questions, because this is putting everything into him, upon him, and around him, and to ask these serious questions, Lord, I need you. I need help. What I'm seeing at the moment is affecting me. I'm worried about A, B, C, and D. But, Lord, I need you like never before. So the openness Mm -hmm. is so tremendously important for the believer now, isn't it? To be open. Yes. To be open like never before. We deceive ourselves so easily. Easily. We deceive ourselves so easily. We think, there are are times when we think, you know, I'm all right. (laughs) I'm okay. (laughs) And then God shines a light on our soul and says, I I think you better have another look. I think you better have another look. And I can hear the gasps, you know, have another look. (laughs) <laughs> to look within, as we know, and as we challenge ourselves and speak about, it's frightening to me to turn my eyes on me. Because, but you need to, don't you? It, it's you've got to. Well, again, you see this. It's, this, this whole point is, it, um, if coming back to, if God is sovereign and, and mm. king in your life, and He already knows what you are. Whilst we might have a certain trepidation, we shouldn't be fearful. In actual fact, we should welcome the light to shine because it helps. It, you know, it, True. it causes us to be set free. You shall know the truth, and the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It says, yeah. the truth shall make you free." And this idea is that that uh, is it, John, where it says that uh, men would uh, not walk into the light because uh, their works were of darkness. Darkness. Um, whereas the truth of the matter is. I bring my darkness into the light yeah. before God because he knows it anyway and there's no point in trying to hide it from him. Yeah. So I bring my darkness into the light and I say, Lord, here it is. I bring it before you seeking your forgiveness and your help. Cleanse me, purify me. Whatever you need to do in my life to make me what you want me to be, Lord, do it, please. I beseech you to do it. I cry out to you to do it. And and it's, um, it's these testings and these times that God, you know, do you really want this, son? Do you really want it? Do you or are want you to? playing games with me? I know what you mean, but do you know? Yeah, and do it's not know? lip service. It's and it heart. isn't lip service. No, it's no. from the heart. Yes. It's from the heart, because yeah. we know it's not about letting people know, oh, this is what I want, but actually, does my heart, do I have a heart after God? Yes. My heart desire is more of him, because yeah. we can all speak it and talk about it, can't yeah. we? But then... The reality of it is, is what is my heart saying? Yeah. We we touched on something last week about losing salvation. Yeah. Um, but um, the question 
of, that every Christian should ask themselves as honestly and as boldly as they can. If I could lose my salvation, am I more fearful of losing my salvation or losing Christ? Wow. And depending on how you answer that, it gives yeah. you an idea of where your first love is. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, it, you see, the thing is, those two, those two questions are very close together. But there is a difference. They are so close, they're almost inseparable. But there is a difference. There is a difference. There is a difference. I need Jesus. Yeah. What I, am I most afraid of? Losing Christ. Losing Christ. Yeah. I, I, Salvation I is nothing without isn't, Yeah. So it has to, well, we know that there'll be someone that would answer that differently. But for me, I have to have him. Yes. It has to be him. Yes. I can't do this like I literally cannot live without him. Yeah, I so would it, crash it's, and I don't burn. even want to. I've got I no desire. I can't. I can't. But living for him and wanting more of him alerts one thing very clearly that, oh, wretched man, am I, God, I need you, even while I'm sleeping. When my yes, eyes are alert in the morning, yeah, yeah. Just, just getting ready for the day, God, please, yeah. please, the cry. Yeah. The cry from the innermost being, the, from the depth of the depths of the depths of one's heart, the burst out is, Lord, I need you. And it's it goes beyond lip service, doesn't it? It has to. It, it, it it's, has it's, to. It's, it's not just, it's the heart, the heart, the heart. It, it, it's very easy to, to give the religious answer. Very easy. It's very easy to give the religious answer. And I wonder how many people have given a religious answer and as their lips are speaking, they're coming under conviction. There's another thing, isn't there? You, yes. We say the religious one, but literally you feel... And what do you do with a conviction? And what do you do with a conviction? Well, I'd say at that time you are in a most blessed place because God is bringing a conviction upon you because he wants to set you free from something. So even that within itself is a glorious thing. Oh, yes, very much so, yeah. So my lips are saying this, and my heart's going, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. So we know that there is a separation between the heart and the lips because the mind and the and, and the way the, the, the mind makes the lips move, but the heart knows that I can't say that, but why have I said that? Now I've acted in anger. Now I've acted, I shouldn't have said that. Why have my lips moved? Hmm. But your heart knows you shouldn't. As I say, you know, to answer the questions that we've brought, um, if you answer them in a religious way, yes, I want Jesus and I want I want more of him and so on and so forth. You'll know inside of yourself whether you're telling the truth. And are you hiding yourself from it or are you, yeah. are you hiding it away from yourself? <clears throat> mm. And if you know it's there, you are in a most blessed place. Because you are in a place where God is poking you, literally and wants to set you free. He's not poking you to condemn you. Nah, He's yeah. poking you because He wants to take it away. Now, no condemnation. Now, no condemnation. So it's uh, it's endurance, it's love, it's everything. Even when my lips are rattling the wrong answer, and your heart may be going, no, 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 no. He's still working when yes. your lips are moving. Yes. That yes. is so I mean, if, glorious. If you're born again and, and, and Christ lives within you, as, as, as the word says, 
he who had begun a good work in you shall perform it till the day of Jesus Christ. Absolutely beautiful. It's a, you know, that is that is something that you can have complete confidence in, yeah. that he will never stop that work. I remember, how many years ago, 35, uh, 40 years ago, there was the, the Archbishop of York at that time, they came out with a statement, every Christian should have, every Christian should have a, a sign around his neck, uh, caution God at work. <laughs> that's, <great. Yeah. laughs> that's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. That is really uh, good. It, it, it is. It, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. No. Praise God. Steve, the time has escaped us. 50 minutes. It's just like a snapshot, a window of opportunity. Steve, we thank you so much for sharing this, you know, and God has really spoken through you. I know um, it's a difficult press when I say that, but I do have to acknowledge um, a great... Uh, Bible teaching when when it is given so we thank God that you have been obedient to that and and that is thank you Jesus for this this time that we've been able to gather around the mic so wherever you are today if uh, you want to explore a little bit more of that please please just send the messages in as you have done and we thank Steve from the bottom of our heart for joining us today with all the bits of noise and the background noise I think it was not too bad uh, this afternoon wherever you are keep downloading if you need Steve you can find him quite easily here at Elim Church through these podcasts so thank you much thank you very very much Steve we we appreciate that it has been great I've really it's really touched my heart I've got to be honest you can probably gather that I had a couple of tears at one point Mm. my eye because it Mm. it was like God was speaking to me Mm. And there's nothing Good. finer. No, no, not at all. Nothing finer. Steve, we thank you so much. God bless. God bless you all. Take care. God bless. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Elim Church Swanley's latest podcast. You can find us on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Alexa, Mixcloud, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.